0: Out of the side came the woman, and out of the riven side of Jesus came the bride.
1: When God's glory shows up, there is nothing of the
0: curse that can remain, everything bad overtaken by everything that is good. Let's join Gloria Copeland and her special guest, Billy Brim, for today's Believer's Voice of Victory.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm Gloria Copeland, and welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Billy Brim's back with us from Prayer Mountain in the Ozark, and she's really loaded for there. I Love mean, this is, this is it. She's going to well, talk I, about the glory.
0: Well, you know, Gloria, um, this, the message of the glory of God is really the message God gave me to begin with. Yeah. You've been preaching it a long I've been time. preaching it for years because a revelation of it came to me about the glorious church. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, every time I, I come to it, I, I like today, where do I start? Do I start at the end about the glory? Do I start at the beginning about the glory? Because the whole Bible uh, became, to me, the story of the glory. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I want to read. Uh, I was teaching on it a year ago in October. And I was teaching on it out at Prayer Mountain. And this Word of the Lord came, which I'm going to read to you. It came through me. You have come to the time now for the lightning and the glory of the unseen Mm. to be manifest to you. You have come to the time when the things of the earth are growing dimmer. Earth's magnetism will soon release you. The gravitational hold will be taken away. But until that day, degree by degree, step by step, more and more, the glory will shine on you. Praise God. Your eyes will see even more than you've seen before, and that more, more, more that you cry for yes, Lord. will come unto you. Praise God. Things you grasp, you'll let go of. Grudges you've held will hold you no more. Fires of lust will hold you no more. Freedom will ring within your soul, even as now it does in your spirit. Free, free, free shall my bride be. Amen. And the manifestation of me shall show up on your face. Yes, Lord. And the glory and the grace in every place you go. Mm -hmm. The time has come, and that you know. But this isn't the whole of it. This isn't the all. You really are barely beginning. But steps and degrees will increase quickly, and the Master will become everything to you.
1: Praise God. What a word that
0: is. What a word. We receive that, Lord. The Thank Master you. will become everything Yes,
1: Amen. to you. Praise God.
0: You know, there's that old song, and the things of the earth grow will strangely grow strangely down. down. What? In the light of, of His, His
1: glory and grace.
0: In the light of His glory
1: and grace. I would grace. sing it, but I'm going to put that <laughs> off for a few dozen well, years. Well,
0: praise the Lord. That is a great song, though, and it is the truth. And do you find that happening in your own life, Gloria? The things of the earth grow strangely dim.
1: Yeah, it really, it does.
0: You, uh, you keep moving forward and upward. And That's right. You know,
1: looks a little different. Yeah. You're not, you become, you become taken over by this Word. That's what happens. Mm-hmm.
0: The truth of it. That's right. God's Word here, the truth of it overtakes everything. That's right. Changes everything. Yes. Bless the Lord. If
1: you'll let it, it'll change everything.
0: Now, I'm going to use for my key verse of Scripture, which is the key verse of Scripture that I always use when I'm teaching on this subject. And um, that is Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25 through 27. And I've I've got Got it down here for you. Okay. Ephesians 5, the whole book of Ephesians is about the glorious church. I like that first sentence. Husbands love your wives. Isn't that the truth? You've got one that loves you, girl. I know it's a blessing. I'm too. telling you, I get to stay down at your house, and I get to watch that love. It's for real. It's for <laughs> real. I can tell you right now. Amen. They love each other. Uh, just as Christ loved the church. You see, the, 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 the marriage on earth is supposed to show yeah. Christ in His church. That's right. And when God has joined you together and you walk in love, then it can happen. So whenever yes. I do weddings, which I don't do many, but I sometimes just speak at the wedding, and I always teach on love and walking in love. That's the key. That's the whole key. Yes, it is. So this scripture, which is the, uh, I'd say the key scripture of the whole book of Ephesians. If you've got one book in the Bible that you want to be meditating now, it's the book of Ephesians. And this key little passage right here is talking about the glorious church. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word that he might present her to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle yeah, right. or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. You know
1: in verse twenty six we think about, of course, washing by the word of the word, being washed from sin, and that's what it means too. But it also means being washed from any part of the curse poverty. You got, into, you got into the Lord Jesus, you got into the Word, it washed poverty away, sickness away, uh, every every part of the curse away, uh, unhappiness, sadness.
0: Well, Gloria, we're going to draw this uh, to a picture of, of Christ and His bride. Praise God. That'll now, be good. Now, would He want His bride? Want a sick bride? No. A poor, 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 Barely get along, bride. No no spot. Not a spot. Mm -mm. Not a wrinkle. That's right. Not a blemish. Praise God. So, this is going to be a picture. I'm excited already. This is going to be a picture of the glorious church. Now, um, I want to uh, right here tell you that the absolute key for understanding Scripture is correctly, rightly dividing the word. And I have to get this in every time I teach. In fact, I did a little book on it, How to Rightly Divide the Word, because people are mixed up on it. I heard someone not long ago that you'd think really had everything straight, and they were preaching from the book of uh, 24 chapter of Matthew, and they had like the church applying scriptures to it, which don't account. We're not going through the wrath of God. The wrath of God is coming in the tribulation time. And three or four times after it tells- the church After please. we're gone, and it tells us three times in the Scriptures that the church is not appointed to wrath. Yeah. So if you don't understand the how to rightly divide the Word, you're going to have the church uh, doing things that don't apply to us. It applies to the Jews. It applies to the nations, but it doesn't apply to us. So you really have to know how to rightly divide the Word. And the Word in the New Testament tells you that it has to be rightly divided. Uh, 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the Word of truth. Well, I sometimes hear preachers not rightly divide the Word. And I'm thinking, whoops, I don't know if that gets approval or not, but I'm not the judge. God is. That's right. But He approves. Of Look your at the key word
1: not. there, Billy.
0: Yes. Study.
1: Study. You got it, girl. Meditate on it. In other words, get in the Word, see what the Bible says about you, what it says about me. I mean, it's awesome when you study and you find out what the Bible says about born again believers.
0: You don't want to go anywhere else. No. It is so wonderful. But that's the point, Gloria. Yes. People Amen. try to make every scripture apply to them, and they don't. The scriptures apply to people. You have to study. They're written to certain people, and they're written to groups of peoples. Now, uh, in 1 Corinthians 10.32, it says, Give no one offense, neither to the Jews, nor to the Gentiles, that means the nations, nor to the church of God. You could only be in one of those groups. In the Old Testament, it was the Jews and the nations, the Jews and the Gentiles. Then Jesus came. After that, any Jew, any Gentile can come into the third group, the body of Christ, the ecclesia, the church. How do you get there? It tells you. You believe in your heart. God raised Jesus from the dead, and you confess Him with your mouth, and then you become a new creation, a species that never was before. Born over again. Yes. So that's the third group, and that's the one we're in. Now, the third group. Uh, I like the word, um, the group, the, for the church. Actually, the Greek word is ekklesia. Ek means out, called out. A called out assembly. We are called out of every tribe, every nation, every tongue, and we come into an assembly. What is the assembly we come into? The body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So which scriptures say to the body of Christ who you are, what you are, what you have, where you're going, and how it's going to transpire. The New Testament letters. The New Testament letters are where you find the revelation of the ecclesia, of the called-out assembly. Amen. So it's in the New Testament letters. One of those letters is the book of Ephesians. Now, let's take that Scripture that we looked at to begin with. And it says, He has sanctified and cleansed her with the washing of... And by the way, ecclesia is a feminine word. So that's why we change her. You know, we change it to her rather than it. Okay. So Ephesians 5, 25 through 27, Husbands, love your wives, even as the Anointed One also loved the ecclesia, Amen. The call they they? assembly, which is his body, and gave himself for her, that he might present her sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the Word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church. Amen. Not having spot or wrinkle. Now, present her. In other words, we find out in here that the church, the body, is going to have a presentation. And he's going to present her to himself. Now, how do we study to find out what he means by that? Like you said, Glow, you have to study. So I've, here are some scriptures that talk about that presentation. So in 2 Corinthians 11.2, which is going to be on page two, okay. we're going to look at the scriptures that talk about the presentation of Christ presenting the church to Himself. He's the bridegroom. We're the bride. So 2 Corinthians 11.2, I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband, Mm. that I may present you as a chaste virgin to the anointed one. So we are going to be presented to him as our husband, and we are going to be a chaste bride. We're not going to be a filthy, half-in-bed-with-the-world church, at his presentation. Amen. In fact, he's not coming for a church. We will have progressed from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory until there's only one more step, and that's out of here. And there's no spot or wrinkle. No spot or wrinkle when he comes for us. He's the most glorious bridegroom ever there was, and he's going to have the most glorious bride. Praise God. And uh, 2 Corinthians 4.14 talks about this presentation knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus will also raise up us, up us also by Jesus, and shall present us with you. Praise So God. we're going to be presented. Colossians 1, 21 and 22. You that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death, to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. Jude 24. Now, unto him that is able to keep you yes, from falling God. and to do what? To present, present you, you faultless before what? He is able. The presence of his glory Amen. with exceeding joy. I'm kind of going to skip ahead here and say the church of those three groups is the entity that will stand throughout eternity in the presence of the glory of God the Father. And we will do it because of what He's done for us, which presents us faultless before the presence of His glory. If we were not faultless, we couldn't stand there. No. You know, Ananias and Sapphira, uh, I've been reading that account lately. John G. Lake said, the glory of God is as destructive of evil as it is creative of good. Mm -hmm. Here's Ananias and Sapphira. They're not off down at the theater watching the lions eat the people. They're where Peter is there were the churches. And Peter said to them, now, when you had that property, wasn't it yours to control? And even when you sold it, Mm -hmm. you didn't have to say that you brought it all. You could have kept some aside, but what did they do? They told a lie. Mm. They said, we brought it all. So what happened was they were in presence of so much glory that the glory burst through and judged the lie. I personally think Ananias and Sapphira are probably in heaven. But when the glory's manifested big, it breaks out like it did, you know, when um, they had the glory of God, when David had the glory, and he was bringing it on that cart. Hmm. He was bringing the, the tabernacle back and that mercy seat. And he put it on a cart. He said, oh, we've, we're modernized now. We got this cart. It's got wheels on it. We're going to take this down. So they're going fine. And, this, and then it's, the oxen stumbles. So this man named Uzzah, he reaches out and studies the Ark. Well, that was a kind of a good thing to do. You don't want the ark to fall. Ping, he's dead. Did God just not like Uzzah? No. He he touched, he, he came in the presence of the glory and it judged him. So let's go mm. on down here to see about this presentation. We are going to be presented the Church of the Living God, a bride. And we're going to be a glorious bride. So we're going to read our, our Scripture again. you got to have your Bibles when you come with us to study. That's what we do, what Gloria said. We it's study. <laughs> so presentation as a bride. Let's start with verse 25. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the ecclesia, and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loves his wife loves himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, even as Christ the church. For, this is an important verse, we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this Praise cause God. shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church, concerning the head and the body. Mm-hmm. This is a great mystery. So we know here that He's talking about the presentation, our presentation as a bride, and that as God sees us, He's the head, we're the body. Bless the Lord. And He's the last Adam. And it's rather like the first Adam, out of Adam's side. That word, selah, T-S-E-L-A, which has been translated rib, it's really side. So one side of, uh, they were together, male and female, but out of the side came the woman, and out of the riven side of Jesus came the bride. Mm-hmm. So we we are His bride. We are His body. He is the head. We are the body. We're His flesh and bones? In the earth, right there, in this hand. Yeah, I've seen those hands laid on a lot of people. Glow. <laughs> they have. Yep. Mm-hmm. And when you laid your hands on them, Jesus did.
1: Praise God.
0: Because you're the body.
1: Yeah,
0: I see that. You're what He has. So, so His plan for us is not that we be half backslidden in the world, but that we be holy. What does holy mean? Separated. That's the only mean of it, meaning separated. of it. Holy is separated. That's the whole meaning. Amen. If we had a thousand chairs in here, and we took one chair out, and we sat it over to the side, and we said, now that chair Going to be for the Lord. Or Kenneth Copeland. That's Kenneth Copeland's chair. It's holy, it's set apart. It's his chair. It's his chair. So God has a bride in the earth, and we're not supposed to be in bed with the world. That's right. Not supposed to be a harlot bride. We don't sit in the world's chair, we sit in his chair. We sit in his chair, and more and more now, we're going to be separated. And the things of earth are going to grow strangely dim and be overcome by the light of His glory Praise God. and grace. And even it's going to show on our faces. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God.
1: That's exciting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The time we live in, people. Oh my goodness, there's nothing more important. than than knowing what time it is in the Bible, in the Word, in our day, and obeying. Billy and I will be right back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland
0: Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.